Hey, hello, can you hear me? You're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Group. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. Hello, my friend. Hi, how are you? It is another lovely week, and I am happy, as always, to see you. Oh, my gosh. Is it nap time or what? It's it's Saturday. It's always nap time on a Saturday. It's Saturday on a three-day weekend. So if we're not taking advantage of nap time, we're doing something wrong. Not only that, but I've been left unsupervised. And how does that make you feel? Like I should be taking more naps. I think, you know, you have to take advantage of being unsupervised. You can, like, pretend that you were doing stuff, but really you just nap hard. Uh, so I planned ahead. Yesterday after... The manager left. I cleaned everything. I cleaned the kitchen. I finished almost all the laundry so that everything would be done. And all I would have to do is maintain the smallest amount of space. That is, that's an old sailor trick. Clean up everything <laughs> and then stay in one small area. Only <laughs> only, only contaminate <laughs> one little area. And then, you know, within, with moments remaining before your spouse comes home, you only have to clean that little area and you're solid. It's exactly right. Like, why? I only take up so much room. Why don't more people understand that this is a basic, basic concept? Anyway, got a lot of stuff to talk about today. And we took some heat last week because our episode wasn't long enough. <laughs> How long was it? Uh, we came in around 45. So uh, Mr. Allen, he really loves his job. He loves his job so much that he commutes over an hour every day. And he can actually dedicate his time to listening to an entire episode. We don't expect everybody to listen to a full episode at a time. We kind of expect you to listen to us, you know, as, as you can, as it becomes available we're out there. We're there for you to listen to. And, and, the, and the beauty of being a podcast is you, we're just there. We're just there. You, you set it up and it connects to your car and you're driving along and we're on. And you turn off the car. You go away. You come back. We're still there. You can still listen to us. We don't expect you to listen. But he, he devours episodes because of his long commute. And I appreciate that. Plus, he gives solid feedback. And I enjoy that. He enjoys us. I enjoy him. It's a good thing. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate you. But he, he chopped our, he busted our chops a little bit because we were short last week. And the reason why we were short, as I've explained to some people, is we had a dog emergency that occurred in the middle of the episode. So I have a timer that is running. And when we get to an hour, I know it's time to wrap it up. And by the time it gets out of edit, it'll be around 55 minutes to an hour, somewhere in that area. But I didn't account for the 13 minutes while you and Rupert were off. Uh, <laughs> taking care of business <laughs> he said his name and he like he's having a really good nap and he just like rolled his head back yawn rolled back over our our most frequent listeners will recognize the photo that i took this week as we uh, continue with the rewards res uh, resolution rewards program i uh, my my back is still an issue i'm still working through something going on in my back and 
occasionally I have to get flat. And of course, my dog is the worst St. Bernard ever. He doesn't bring me alcohol. He just brings me dog penis. He just loves putting dog penis in my face. And I fight it off to the best of my ability. And I was able to get a picture. The picture is me lying flat, trying to push the dog off of me, who's trying to protect me with his dog penis. It's because he trusts you. He says, as long as you protect my wingle wangle, I will protect the rest of the surroundings, Dad. I will protect you while you are incapacitated. Just watch my bits for me. That's a huge, huge. Got a new opening for uh, our new thing that we've got going on, the Resolution Rewards Program. Uh, Haven't really solidified it yet, but I'm going to tell you, it sounds a lot like this. I think that's going to make a good opening. I don't know what words I'm going to put to it yet, but that's going to be that's going to be the resolution rewards bumper. That's going to bring it right in. So I couldn't hear anything. So (laughs) I don't understand why it does that so often. So what is playing is the Rocky theme song, obviously. Oh, I honestly was like, oh, he's pulling my leg. (laughs) I should just leave it in the background as we talk about the resolutions rewards program. It's unbelievably long. I didn't realize the song was this long. Because who pays attention? The Rocky song? Yes. There it is. That's uh, Rocky Balboa in the streets of Philly, right down the road. That will be bringing us into our new segment, the Resolution Rewards Program. The Resolution Rewards Program is something we started in 2023 as an accountability buddy program, and it's going quite swimmingly uh, currently. We've got five contestants. Each contestant put $20 into a pot, and the last remaining contestant will win a minimum of $100. If we make it halfway through the year, I will double the pot. So they can, they can make a 100% investment, uh, a 1,000% investment, math. They, they can make some money off their $20 investment, up to $200. And uh, there has been some other interest out there, as there always is, to uh, join in something that we start but they always want to join late. So those of you who are interested, we do have a monthly program. Now, the question I've got for you, Chick Brew, one of the people who's interested in participating when I said, yeah, 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 we set it up. We can do a monthly program, but it's only five bucks. You only have to do a five dollar buy in. They said, uh, and they being Austin specifically, Austin said five dollars isn't enough to motivate me. He needs it to be a $50 buy-in to motivate him. So do you, for a month? For, for a month. So do you think a monthly what program... Happens if he, what happens if we keep going past the month? So the, the month is going to be the annual, but on a reduced schedule. So you start at the beginning of the month and you roll through until, you know, two days or three days before the end of the month. If you're still participating, if there is a tie, we will use on the monthly level the same tiebreaker that we use on the annual level. They'll post mm-hmm. a video. Whoever gets the most likes on their video, they'll, they'll win the pot for that month. And then we'll start again in March. But the annual participants well, can't play in the, in the monthlies. Right, because we're already there. Plus, I don't want to be out 50 bucks right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> you can't participate in the monthlies unless you tap out of the annual. If you if you fall out of the annual and you want to get back into it, you want to keep motivated. Every month there'll be an opportunity to get back into it. So what do you think? Is there the anyone buy-in? else that's gonna do a monthly? Well, I I know we've had some interest on the Facebook page, and if if you're curious what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know. You can obviously look us up on Facebook by searching the hashtag L U N S B. That's Lunsby stands for the Lunsby Show. Go figure. 
<laughs> I, I know there's been some interest on the fan page. Uh, there has been some interest in real life about uh, a monthly competition. So, we'll, you know, what we'll do is we'll put that out to the listeners. We, we'll, we'll run a monthly competition the exact way, same way we're running the annual competition. Uh, and if you, you tell us what you want the buy-in to be. If you want the buy-in to be $5 because it's only for 30 days, or if you want it to be $50 because it's only for 50 days, let us know, and arbitrarily we'll make the decision going forward. Let's, let's talk more about the annual competition and how well that is going. I am, I am worried about your brother. I'm worried about Tommy. (laughs) There are five competitors in the annual program, three women, two men, three women, all of their names start with C, two men, their names both start with T. So it's the T's against the C's. It's a competition going on here. And I don't like to lose, number one. And I I feel like he's my teammate, not only as a T, but also as a man, he's kind of like my teammate and I want him to, you know, succeed. But at the same time, he's also my competition. When it's it's like when it's down to just me and him, then then he'll be my competition. But currently, he is well, my he, team he, member. It's gonna be just you and him. <laughs> but currently, he is my team member. So he's my ride <laughs> or die until it's you or I. You know that that's why I should be on Survivor. If it wasn't for all the miserable living conditions and the the physical challenges. If, if if there was a survivor where you went to like a tropical island and you just had to hang out for as long as possible. We've talked about this. You should go on that show. I would not do good on the circle. I have watched the circle. I would not do good on it. I think I would do so good on it. You would. You're a chameleon. I'm not. I'm just I'm me. I'm also so good at being alone. Oh, I could definitely do the alone part, but it's the... <laughs> You know, you told me they were alone, and within 10 seconds, they're texting strangers. I'm like, that's not alone. But you're just in there by yourself. I think that'd be... Right now, I'm in here with two dogs. I think that would be the hardest part. No dogs. Oh, well, I went a long time without dogs. So I could do without dogs, or a dog, or a people's. I could do without. I am good on my own. All I need is a good internet connection. As, as, As long as I have an internet connection, I can reach the websites I need to reach to maintain my sanity. Where are the cameras located? Where, <laughs> yeah, where is where is the safe zone? Where can I be by myself? I, the only thing that gets me on the circle is that building must be the most soundproof building ever made. I don't think they're on t- on top of one another. They're spread out throughout the building. Or I mean, but wouldn't you just go out on the balcony and start shouting? <laughs> Are you a catfish? <laughs> Are you? I just, I, I, I couldn't get into it. I just thought it was really strange that the, the idea people would get on there and pretend to be someone else and think that that was going to lead to something positive. There is a, there, there is a standard amount of lying that must occur in every relationship. There, there is a standard amount that must occur, but to start it off on a complete fault, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to start it out, uh, start any relationship off on a complete falsehood and expecting to have positive results in the end—that's that's not going to work. Right, like a, a normal relationship lie is: yes, I want you to go on a weekend adventure. I will not get a third dog while you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's a normal relationship lie. Oh, oh. Well, then uh, I've made a huge mistake. But that is that is a good question. What are the baseline lies in in all relationships? 
And I, I, I think that's true. I, I'm not a scientist by any means, but uh, I believe all relationships have acceptable an acceptable baseline of lies. Like, uh, like uh, your, your body count should always be a lie. That should always be a lie. You should never be. The, uh, kids these days, they like to be truthful about things like that. That's a bad idea. That's a horrible idea. Because that, <laughs> that buries Why? itself deep into your psyche and it stays with you and you never forget it. Just, you know, go into a relationship as a, as a reborn virgin, fresh <laughs> and new. That's, that's a good baseline. Body counts should definitely be a, a baseline lie. What's, what's another one? What's one that you could think of? I don't know because I'm a kid these days and everything's just out there. <laughs> Uh, I know your number when it comes to your age. You're not a kid anymore. Well, <laughs> still following that same logic. <laughs> um, I don't know. You can't think of a baseline lie that not just yours, but all relationships have at the get-go. Because you got to feign interest in things that you probably weren't interested in in order to get to know people. So no. I, I like long walks on the beach. Well, I yeah. love walking on the beach. So do I. I'm so into long walks on the beach. I didn't say long. I just like walking on the beach. Give but, me five minutes. We're good to go. <laughs> maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not into long walks on the beach, but I'm willing to say that yeah, at the beginning of a relationship. Why would you lie about that? Because then because that person's going to be like, oh, they love walking on the beach. And they're going to keep trying to make you go walk on the beach. That's and you're an like, acceptable lie. But then you're stuck the rest of your life going for a You're not stuck. You're only stuck until you get married. And when you're married, then you start being truthful about all the lies you told during the dating phase. Like, let's go for a walk on the beach. No, I don't I don't want to go for a walk on the beach. You used to love walk. I only did that because we were dating. That was uh, that was dating, Tony. Uh, just like that was, you know, dating Julie. They were different people than engaged <laughs> Tony and Julie and then married Tony and Julie. They're different people. You grow with your person. And once you become married, you should start telling them the truth about all the the, the baseline lies that you. Uh, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe don't tell all the baseline lies when it's necessary. You, you start clearing the 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 room of the baseline lies. <laughs> I, oh, if I have to go for a walk on the beach one more time. I bought you a pink shirt. I, I don't like pink. When we were dating, you liked pink. That's because you no. said you liked pink. Or because you bought me a pink shirt, and I wasn't going to say I don't like pink. There it's are acceptables. Always, always a purple shirt. Of course. <laughs> Which I have not seen in ages. That's the one thing I miss about uh, in-person radio shows. No yeah, purple shirt. Yeah. You busting my chops on my purple shirt every Friday. I love the purple shirt. I also love the purple shirt, but you know, it's I was hanging out with my friend. It's a little colder here in uh, central Pennsylvania, so I gotta get you a purple hoodie. What if I told you I had a purple shirt on underneath the hoodie that I'm wearing to stay warm and survive? Move it. <laughs> You're trying to get me out of my clothes. Baseline lie. I, I, I've it. fallen for that before. Not again. Not, <laughs> not this time, Isis. <laughs> Speaking of falling for something. I had a really strange interaction uh, this week in a person that we know, I believe, has joined ISIS. So we're we're doing our thing. You know, we're uh, we're out there. We got a, a listen. We got an audience. We have an audience. So because we're doing this thing that requires money, when someone reached out to me and said, uh, how do I send you money? I immediately assumed 
it was for the competition and uh, like here here's my paypal uh at tk thanks you by the way in case anybody wants to send me some money she said no uh, don't you have cash app and i'm like uh no i don't but i can boop, 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 boop. i got cash app send me your 20 dollars. you're into competition is what i'm thinking but what i didn't i, I kind of I, I thought it was a typo and she said she was feeling generous and she was going to send me three thousand dollars well that's that's a typo. That's no big deal. And then she said she couldn't send it to me because I didn't have any money in my uh, my cash app. And you got to have at least $50 in your cash app before she could send me the $3,000. All right. Now, two typos. I'm getting a little weird. And then she followed up with a video of her showing me her Florida driver's license saying, this is real. This is not a scam. Is exactly what a scammer would say. So I start Googling uh, cash app scams. And sure enough, you know, it doesn't take much and it's connected directly to your debit card and they can clean out your bank account. So I just ignore her at this point. Now, this is someone we know. No, I did send her one more message because although I was suspicious, I still kind of give people the benefit of the doubt. And I have done business before with this woman. Did she used to sell burritos or something? Was she one of the... the... I don't know. No? But there was a history of text messages with her that looked like we had done money. So I asked her, haven't I sent you money in the past through Navy Federal? Let's just do Navy Federal. It's real easy. And she she was adamant about the $3,000 and adamant about the $50 in the cash app. And then she started asking me, did you do it yet? Did you do it? I'm like, eh, I'm out. I'm out. Not today. It helps to be naturally suspicious. But at the same time, (laughs) at the same time, you have to, I, I have someone I know which is the uh, the way a dare officer teaches children to talk about things in their lives. You can't say my mommy beats me, my daddy beats me. You have to get the kids to say someone I know. And as a former dare officer, I still use that uh, thing. So someone I know recently was on their computer when a voice popped up on the computer and says, your computer has been problems. You are a virus. You're going to have to shut the computer down and contact, you know, you know what I'm saying. They reached out to her through her computer. They basically, she got a virus. She got some Uh, malware and they came through the computer and said, we got you. We're going to get you. And they would have, if she would have followed their directions, they would have had access to all of her accounts and they would have taken all of her money. And luckily, uh, she she asked the right person, me. <laughs> uh, she asked she asked the right questions, and we were able to jump in there and, and stop anything bad from happening. But whether it's someone you know or someone with a strong Hindi accent, there's always somebody out there trying to get something that ain't theirs. So be careful. But what was the thing we used to do? We used to do the ACC. Do you remember what that was? We would close Alcohol up the it was alcohol crime and court martial prevention yes the acc yeah. so uh going back to the old days of the acc this would definitely fall underneath the c for uh criminal absolutely <laughs> it is it's interesting when so like i the big one that's happening here right now and of course it was when i'm actually waiting for something to come via uh Spanish mail, right? So I got a text that said, your item is being held for um, incomplete customs payment. And I was like, no. <laughs> but it comes from a text. Then the ta- the text, when you open it, it says, Correros. Like, it looks so very incredibly accurate. So then I like went back, opened the phone number, looked for the phone number, 
And of course, and it's only like a dollar forty, right? So or a euro forty. It's not anything crazy, but I'm like, have you got the package yet? No, I'm still tracking it. Like so, <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, I don't think that's it because. So the wonderful thing about Spain is everything Spain sends you looks like it's a scam, but it's usually true. So I have had I have had packages held up for tax uh, by Carreros. They did send me a text, and, and the best way to find out is just go to the local bank and say, case, what is this? <laughs> and they're going to say, you owe us a, a one euro 40. It's so strange. A friend of mine, Alonzo, he had a- But I got another one like 20 minutes later. Yes. And it was for a different price. But my, my package, my item, isn't in Spain yet. So in America- it is now popular to get messages from Amazon or UPS telling you that your package has arrived. So you gleefully run to your front door to open the door, expecting your glorious package to be there. And it's not there. Oftentimes it is not there. So I guess I don't know what the drivers are doing. I know they're treated horribly. I, I've seen all these posts about how bad it is to work for Amazon. So these drivers, I, I guess they're saying they're making deliveries they haven't made yet because it doesn't meet some kind of time frame or expectation. I don't know. To, to anybody that's listening from the Amazon world, let's just be clear. If it shows up, I'm happy. I don't really care if it's today, tomorrow. If I need something immediately, I know this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to get in my car and go someplace and buy it. If I am starving, but there is a food delivery due in a couple of days, I will go to the nearest Taco Bell or no. Burger King. Well, those no. are the <laughs> those are the nearest fast food joints. <laughs> How dare you leave your house? How I will, but I'll I'll have a drone fly over so it feels like I'm at home. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't. It was super weird, and I'm not the only person that got one. And then after the holidays ended, they all stopped. When is the last time you got robbed? Whether whether it be electronically or in person, when's the last time somebody, as we would say back in Brooklyn, you got got? When's the last time you got, got, got? got? Um. Well, my Jeep used to get broken into a lot, but I think, yeah, so I think it was probably that right, when my Jeep got broken into. So probably like 2009, because that's when I got rid of that car. I'm pretty sure... So the the pickpockets in Italy are, are next level. If there was like ever a championship <laughs> series of pickpocketing, I, I would I would put my money on the Italians all the time. And the further south you go, the better they are. Like you get down around Naples, you're talking this is this is level one pickpocketing area. But also in the other touristy sections of Europe, we were in Venice, and I'm pretty sure they got my wallet. Now I would like to believe that I hid my wallet in a room so well that if I ever went back there, I could find it. I would like to believe that. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure I looked for it before we left. Either way, that wallet is gone. The money that was in it, the credit cards with it, they've all been replaced. This is years ago. But that, uh, that would hurt my heart. That would made me feel bad. I remember we got off the ship in Naples. <laughs> we were getting ready to get off the ship in Naples. I don't know if you know this, but I, I actually love the woman that I married. And uh, to convince her to marry me, I bought her a huge diamond ring. Two and a half carat. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful ring. But it, it, it's a sparkler. It'll get your attention. And we're getting, ready to, we're getting ready to go out into the city of Naples. And she's, she's got that ring on. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. 
You're not you're not you're not going out there with that that on. They'll never get it off this finger, she says. I was like, you're right. In Naples, they don't have to get it off your finger. You're going to come back and the rock's going to be missing, but you'll still have the ring on your finger. They're that good. <laughs> uh, so the gas station that used to be right next to my college, the one time, well, okay, I got robbed by a bank one time. <laughs> the worst? But the only time. <laughs> Wells Fargo, I'm still bitter about that. Um, and then they were mad that I closed out my account after I said, well, obviously you guys can't keep my money safe. <laughs> but I, I was going to college. It was right at the beginning of the semester. So I had just bought all my textbooks. No financial aid had come through. I was on the like dregs of whatever was left in my account. And I gone with my friend to the outlet mall because she was shopping. And so I go to put gas in my car at the gas station that's right across the street from my house. Car doesn't work. And I'm like, well, I just have to live at this gas station now. So I call. So I look online I, I look, and I'm like, there's no money in my account. But I see all of these charges for Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm like, I am not anywhere close to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> so I call my bank and I'm like, why are, why are, what are these charges? I had gotten gas at that same gas station two nights before. That gas station had a reader in their gas machine, mm. in their gas tank. And so almost, and that's like the one right before you get on 35. It is probably the most popular and busiest gas station in San Marcos. Yep. The ingenuity involved in some of these thefts, if you will, or scams <laughs> or rackets, whatever you want to call it. The ingenuity involved sometimes just blows my mind. And how quickly you can get got. We were in... Uh, I could tell you we were in Iraq. I don't remember exactly where. It was a fob. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a base with infrastructure. It's got some places where you can do some shopping under the Air Force Army exchange program. You know, it feels legit. You're not buying out on the local economy. And I remember a chief of, a friend of mine, he went in there and he bought some, you know, protein or whatever it was, scanned his credit card. Within an hour, he's getting call, e emails from his bank. You know, did you authorize this charge for a washer and dryer in Maryland? So from Iraq to the United States in the in the matter of, you know, minutes, cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Those, those are the ones that hurt. I have a, yeah. I have a lot of money that I have not seen physically in, in banks and in accounts and stuff like that. And every transaction I do on my phone, I'm a little apprehensive about you know i'm getting tried i'm trying to buy into mint mobile so i've got a standing order out there so i can get some of that ryan reynolds money so that we can self-sponsor ourselves as part of the mint mobile enterprise but uh so far mint mobile went higher than the price i was willing to pay for it thank god i still got that virgin galactic hey we, you want to get to space okay. virgin galactic will get you there one day <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's scary though because you don't really like, especially now where there's so much that is available via the internet, but is not available in person. Yeah. Right. So I have no problem like going and getting cash and paying in person at a store, but with these bigger stores or even larger items, oh, you have to go on our website to get that. Okay, but I'm here now. <laughs> well, oh, it's only available online. Like the next is probably the worst about it. Rank tabs? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, and then you get in these websites, and especially military websites, they all are from the 80s. They look so sketchy. And then you're just like, what do I do here? What do I do? 
Are you scamming me? <laughs> did you did you just do a John Travolta pulp fiction move there where you're you're lost and you're <laughs> trying to figure out which way to go? It is so yeah, as part of the ACC, which we haven't done in a very long time when it comes to crime prevention, if you can avoid sticking your card into something, do that. But on the same note, so you know, tap here is the more secure method because your card isn't going into what could possibly be a fake reader. But the other problem with the tap here is that signal is available. So they have the they have shown where a, a bad guy can walk up to you and just be near enough to you to get the signal off your debit card to steal your money. They're that good. So make sure we, uh, I know this sounds strange. Again, this is the Lunsby Show. She's Chick Brew. I'm T-Bone. We are your we are your morning show on your time. We're just a morning show. We just talk about morning stuff, <laughs> and you can listen to us whenever you want. One of the things we used to always do was public service announcements, part of the alcohol, crime, and court martial prevention section of our program. We would talk about things like crime prevention. So there you go. Get yourself a shielded wallet to put your credit cards and debit cards in so they can't just walk up to you and steal it. And whenever possible, do not stick your thing in anything unless you have to. And then try to be protected. (laughs) (laughs) Left intentionally vague for the fun. Uh, just to make sure, I want uh, we kind of skipped over. I just wanted to say a good job to Chelsea, Carrie, and Tommy, and yourself. You're, you guys are doing great. You're very motivating. Thank you so much. Uh, well, you know, we're a week in. We're a week in, and so far no one's dropped. And no one's even taken an off day yet. I think they should know. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should know uh, that's in the annual competition. Okay, we know who you are. Uh, you don't have to show us a, a picture of the bike or turn the camera around to the bike. You can. You can Things are about to get real weird here. We go from one topic to another because for some reason there was a giant gap in the recording. So just relax. Don't worry. It's still us. We're just talking. Apologize if you were really following along with that last segment. Again, leaving Buzzsprout for Anchor as our podcast host, it has one big drawback for me, and that's that we're going to lose a lot of the stats that we developed over the years with Buzzsprout. But at the end of 2022, they sent us some graphics to, to show where our listeners were. And so Philadelphia was kind of a mystery to me. I do know a chief out in Philadelphia, and maybe he listens or maybe he's talks back about the show and somebody else listens. I don't really know who's listening in Philadelphia but if I had to guess, it was Justin, and I thanked him and tagged him, which is something I don't normally do. <laughs> Call your veal, Tennessee. I knew exactly who that was. That was the Cologne family. I don't know anybody else in Call your veal, Tennessee. And unless they're <laughs> spreading the word of Lunsby, nobody else is listening to us out there. What were some of the other interesting ones? In one of the graphics I didn't share, Japan, it was uh, the countries that were being listened to. So uh, our friend Rick out there in Germany, he listens. I thanked him. Mike Stanley's in Japan. He listens. I thanked him. It was, uh, it, was, it was fun to see some of the stats that we had accumulated over 2022 on Buzzsprout. I don't know if Anchor will give us something that cool towards the end of the year, but uh, they, do give us, they do give us a lot of different demographic information. You know, our, our male listeners, our female listeners, our supposed age groups. And uh, we're, we're, you know, it's good data. It's good data. It's not like the Armatron data that we used to receive in the old days of radio, where it was just uh, uh, swag or that scientific wild-ass guess. <laughs> 
So always, uh, for those of you listening, thanks for listening. We we appreciate you. We can't say it enough. But that's a that's a that's a good palaver. That's a good uh, uh, discussion. We've uh, now now we we go into uh, the segment stuff, and we started off usually by just spinning the wheel of destiny. Before I tell you what the Wheel of Destiny landed on, let me tell you this. So I knew <laughs> I knew we were really short in last week's episode. So before every segment, I just went back in and threw in like one of our uh, uh, pre-cut commercials. <laughs> just, just to kind of stretch it out. And he still called me out on it, so there was no winning. The Book of Everything landed on... And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. The News! This is, uh, this is the rules. This is what happens here. It happens every week. Chick Brew searches the, the headlines from around the globe and tries to find something that are interesting. I have no idea what she's about to tell me. I am going to do my very best to find the funny in it. Sometimes I succeed. Most of the time I don't. Doesn't matter. We only guarantee one laugh an hour. Swedish government moves to get rid of permits needed for dancing. The Swedish government is trying to get rid of permits needed for dancing. Wow. Isn't Sweden the country where you can actually be named odd or even? There's such an, you know, if you could take the wolves of history, like the, the real wolves, not any of these like cute wolves, like when wolves were wolves, wolves, and then show them like a, a, a toy chihuahua. And it was like, this is your ancestors. This is, this is what your children are going to do over time. They're going to go from this giant wolfy wolf wolf to this tiny little noisemaker. That's, that's, that's your descendant. That's your, that's your lineage, wolf. This is what's going to happen to you when you make friends with humans. Somebody should have done that for the Vikings. Somebody should have taken <laughs> Olaf or whatever, some Viking name, and just said, okay, these are your people in the future. Yes, they're, they're attractive people, but uh, in, in the world of the 21st century, when you can drive a car anywhere you want, they all ride bicycles. Why? Because they can't afford the gasoline. And they all sit outside, and they, they're, they're just... They're, and they're, none of them are hairy. They're all hairless and skinny. Everything you're saying sounds so wonderful. Hairless, <laughs> bike riding, attractive, sitting outside enjoying the air. But, but it's frigid there. So when you go to Sweden and you want to sit out on the patio, number one, the patio is enclosed. Makes sense. So you're not outside. Number two, it is, it is customary to give you a blanket in the restaurant to sit in an enclosed thing that looks like it's outside because it's so freaking cold. But they're still riding Have you those. Been to Sweden? Yes, yes. I love Sweden. I do. I wouldn't I want to live Sweden. there. I wouldn't want to live there specifically no, because you have to ask for a permit to go dancing. And I don't just know. Just like how, in New York City. <laughs> I don't know how the permits. <laughs> how American of them <laughs> to have to have a permit for dancing. That's like very Midwestern. <laughs> The Midwestern 20th century, not 21st century Midwest. You know, you Kevin have, Bacon you fixed that a, problem. If you have a bar in New York and you don't have a cabaret license, there can be no dancing. They will come and ask you not to dance. <laughs> Things I have experienced. What year was this? Uh, 2009. 
So you're saying if I go into a bar in New York City that doesn't have a dancing license and I shape my rump shaker, that somebody's going to come up to me and say, cease and desist. They can. That would only make me want to shake my rump shaker harder. <laughs> can you imagine me getting thrown out of a club for dancing, for just dancing? <laughs> just feeling it. I'm feeling it. Which is funny because I am not really that big of a dancer. But I was with a group of people. Not being crazy, just kind of like twirling around like you do. And they're like, oh, we don't have a license for dancing. No dancing. We're like, <laughs> turn the music off. Turn yeah. the music off. Uh, if there was no music going. It's been like you didn't see me. If there was none of that going on, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shaken. I wouldn't be shaken. So, all right. So that, that, that is your experience with the, the wonderful government of uh, New York City. Uh, always. A cabaret license. So I I get all of my investors together. I pull up enough money to buy a property or, you know, to lease a property in New York City. I get the, the, the bar license. I get the liquor license. I, get, I do everything. I, I, I pay the health inspectors, the food license. I got all this set up. I pay ASCAP to use the music in the club because if you don't do that, somebody's going to get you. I paid all these fees. I laid all this money down. Somebody shakes their butt, and I forgot to get a cabaret license. Don't forget to get the dancey dance license. That's when you set the place on fire. Just I don't care. I don't care if it's attached to a you know a hundred person tenement. Just light the place on fire and step out. I God, the land of the free. And they call all us. of that, and the subway is still running cars from the seventies. Where is all that money going? Those subways are so terrible. And you go to other countries with older subways, the New York City subway, and you're like, why are they still running the first cars they've ever built? <laughs> so what wow. if, and we don't know, we're randomly guessing here, but what if the dancing license in Sweden was individual specific, not a cabaret license, not for a club? But <laughs> This is my license to dance. <laughs> yes, yes, but... But you can't just give that license away. You have to earn that license. So uh, like a, a, there's a version of the DMV where you have to go in and you just have to let it all hang out. You know, you go Chris Farley uh, as a Chippendale. <laughs> and then the, so they shut you down. Oh, so you think you could dance in Sweden is just a, a, a licensing program. You come in. There's three judges there. One of them is British, of course, with a horrible accent. And they just judgy, judge, judge you. And uh, and you either do or do not get a license. And every three years you have to get it renewed. I'm a big fan of renewing licenses. Yes. I don't know why we would wait three years. Why can't we renew the license like every week? Well, every week? <laughs> yes. For a if you go in and do the, the newest TikTok dance, you're done. Have you seen Have you seen these new bars now? So, you know, if you own a bar, you have to pay for the music that you play in the bar. And if you don't pay for the music in the bar, somebody can come in, report you to ASCAP, and, and they will find you and then reward the person who ratted you out. So they've come up with these new bars now where there's no music. Everybody's wearing headsets. Yeah, everybody's wearing their own headphones, listening to their own music. Now, for the rhythmically, for the rhythmically challenged person, this is the bomb. Because you're dancing with somebody, and they're dancing to a different song, and you're dancing to a different song, and you may look flicted, you may look incapable of keeping a beat, but you don't know what I'm listening to. And right. <laughs> I, love, I love that for me. 
So thank you, Sweden, for that headline. I hope it works out for you, and I can't wait to see the uh, the rendition of this TV show when it comes out. So Jutiku can dance. Come to uh, licensing place. Uh, what accent? There were some Russians. There were some Russians visiting Sweden <laughs> yeah, they, that day. <laughs> oh my God, the Russians have kidnapped Dodi. They've, they've taken him. <laughs> uh, so for me, it, it, I always got confused until I actually went there about where Norway, Sweden, and Finland were. But luckily, the organization I work for is the NSF, and they work that way in order, Norway, Sweden, and Finland. So you've yes. got to cross the Black Sea for the Russians to get to, to Sweden. That, uh, that's your geographical <laughs> lesson for the day. I also uh, know where Namibia is, in case you need to know where Namibia is. I actually know where that is. I have a friend that went there for a wedding. Do you know what the shape of the country is? Why? So I think it might have been our friend Rick in Germany who's like, I found this new game on Facebook and it's very smart and entertaining. And it, you click it and it shows you a picture of a country. And you got to guess what country it is. I guessed, oh. I guessed it correctly. And then he's like, okay, for bonus round, name five countries that surround it. And I'm like, there are 54 countries in Africa. I don't know them that well. And they're all around. <laughs> they're all oddly shaped, yes. All right. Do you have another headline for me? I do. Florida Sheriff, burglars call 911 to get help moving stuff. <laughs> How high do you have to be? For that, for that to make sense, you are so high that not only have you realized that the people you're going to call to help you are not going to help you, you forgot that you're committing a crime in the first place. You're just blitzed out of your gourd. And, and you know, you know, it'd be a good idea. Let's take that big, heavy thing right there. Let's take that. Let's take that outside and see if we could sell that. That'd be cool. I mean, we own it. Let's just take it outside. And then you go to lift it. And you're like, wow, that's really heavy. We need some help. Who are you going to call? Well, Ghostbusters are never available. But if you call 911, 911 will almost always send somebody. Now, they may have been hoping for the firefighters because, you know, they've seen the calendar. They know the firefighters can lift things. Uh, they may have been hoping for some, like, super cool EMTs. I don't know what story they used with the dispatcher. But what they ended up getting was the popo. And the popo, as I know, no, don't like to lift jack squat. It ain't. It is not a job of physical labor. It is a job of sitting around a lot, doing nothing, and then occasionally doing something really awesome, and then a whole lot of waiting around. It never involves the community service project of assisting burglars and removing. And what would they be removing? What What are you stealing out of a house that is so heavy you can't lift? That's how high they were. They probably didn't even have a car outside. They didn't have a moving van outside. They probably rode up to this house on bicycles, just high, like, wow, this is a cool house. They break into the house. They continue to get high. And then they see something super heavy that they want to take away with them. And even if the cops did help them get this thing that's so heavy outside, they're like, uh, what do you want to load it Just into, put guys? It in the basket on the front, guys. <laughs> put it in the basket on the front. <laughs> it was a safe. It had to be a safe. A big, a big old safe that weighs like 750 pounds. And they finally get it outside with the assistance of local law enforcement officers because that's how you get the crime. That's how you get the felony. Them, making, them being stupid and calling 911 isn't the felony. 
they gotta they gotta get the the item out of the house. They gotta break the threshold. Then you can charge them with the felony. So you help them a little bit so you can get them more time on the back end. There's no doubt in my mind these burglars were whites. Because <laughs> that is trailer park trash 101 right there. I know. You're not the one I thought was going to show up. Where's my cousin? <laughs> I, I know I've been robbed by TPT, okay? Trailer park trash is trash. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. <laughs> all right. It was some good headlines. That was awesome. I had a very interesting observation today. The book of everything, unbeknownst to me previously, comes with an index. I was just flipping through, and I flipped a little too deep, and I came across an index, and I was like, wow, it's a real book. It has an index in it. I wonder what they got that has to do with chicks. So there's only two pages in the book of everything that have anything to do with chicks. One of them we've already discussed is that cocks don't have cocks. (laughs) At <laughs> 97% of, fa- uh, of birds do not have penises. That's, uh, that's very, very interesting to me if for some strange reason. But the other fact I have not previously shared, and I think you're going to enjoy this one because you are chick brew. This is a nice word that chick brew could use in the future. Do you know what cock shut means? Cock shut? Cock shut. Yes, it's an actual word. You can't get in trouble for saying it because it's a word. I mean, you can because people are stupid nope. and they don't know things. <laughs> right, like a shuttlecock. Don't say shuttlecock. Don't cheat either. I see you grabbing your phone. Don't cheat. I've got the answer right here. No, I got. I had a notification. Oh. I just wanted to clear it. <laughs> cock shut. Cock shut is another word for twilight. The oh. time of day when chickens are put to bed. Cock shut. There you go. From the book of everything, your word of the week, cock shut. And do your best to use that in a sentence whenever you get an opportunity. Sure. Have you, have you gone and seen the new movie, Cock Shut? Because it's the same as Twilight. You see? <laughs> it's got shuttlecocks in it. What other words have cock in it? Cock-eyed? Oh, yep. Cockney? Cockamamie. Cockamamie. The second fact from the book of everything. Again, facts of things you were probably previously not aware of. Did you know that worldwide sales of cocaine earn more than Microsoft, McDonald's, and Kellogg's combined? I feel like that is obvious because all of the people that work at those places are also supplying. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's alone is probably... I I did back in the day know that uh, there were certain McDonald's you could get drugs at in the drive-through, but you that had to order right. McDonald's. You couldn't just go up there and like you know give me an eight ball. You had to go up there and like, can I get a Happy Meal? Really Happy Meal? And then you'd pull up to the window. I like the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, fast food drug dealers actually they they stay in the game a long time before eventually they get shut down. As long as you make the manager uh, at the McDonald's happy and and you're not uh, the till isn't short at the end of the night, you can pretty much bank whatever you want. So for future drug dealers out there, remember the safest place to do it. Oh no, I'm never going to get sponsored. <laughs> the safest place to do it is from a fast food. Don't forget food to buy your bidet today to wash your drugs away. Happy New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> when a flush just isn't enough. <laughs> You know what we haven't talked about lately? We haven't talked about the uh, hotline. It's the T-Bone and Jay 
You used to call me on oh my. So now we've got that timer thing going again, and I'm trying to pay attention to it because, you know, try to be professional, do our job in the required time frame that we need to do it. But we were saying how good of a boy Rupert was for 10 minutes, so that's going to throw the timer off. That wasn't 10 minutes. It, it felt like 10 minutes. But let's move on to a segment that we will never forget. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, brew one thing. You know, this is our cooking segment. Uh, Chick Brew is a board-certified, state-sanctioned filet of fish. She is the chef of chefs of this show. She is the number one chef of the T-Bone and Chick Brew show. Oops, the Lunsby show. <laughs> Forgot where I was there for a second. And every week we like to talk about food and cooking and experimentation and food. It's basically we talk about food. What is going on? In the business that has no name. What are you cooking up this week? I think I'm going to try. I've made it before at school, but I've never made it at home. Um, Gravelox, but with the beets so that the salmon is like a purpley. For those of us who haven't been to the Culinary Institute of Culinary Specialist, what is a Gravelox? It's like cured salmon, like what you would put on lox. Oh, okay. Okay. Cured salmon. So instead of using like another liquid, you use um, pureed beets in your curing mixture so that it makes the salmon kind of like purple. It's just really pretty. So I want to try to make that at home. On a difficulty scale of one to 10, what would you say that that is to make that? It shouldn't be that hard. So saith you, classically (laughs) trained, whereas the rest of us. The hardest part I think for me right now will be finding beets at the grocery store because they need to be not cooked. I, I don't know how to pickle things. I think pickling is easier than I think it is. So I I am under the impression, and you're going to correct me, I'm under the impression that in order to pickle something, in order to make, it, like, in, in order to make sauerkraut, in my brain, I think that you got you to gotta chop the cabbage up, you got to put it in a jar, you put some vinegar in it, and then you store it for, like, years, and then you open it back up, and boom, you got sauerkraut. But I, I watch a cooking show, and they're able to, like, pickle things within their very strict timelines. So... I ask you, Chef Christina, I only refer you to Chef Christina, I only refer to you as Chef Christina during this bit, by the way. How do you pickle things? So sauerkraut does take a little bit longer, but you can fast pickle. Like if you're doing certain Asian dishes that will say like pickled carrots and cucumber, you could do a fast pickle on that. And as long as you're using hot water, like bring the kettle to a boil, put your salt, sugar, whatever spices you want into the jar with it and pour hot water on it, you'll have pickles in less than an hour. But sauerkraut is actually really fun to make because you chop up your cabbage and you put a bunch of salt on top of your cabbage and then you squeeze it and you massage it until you get as much of the cabbage liquid out. And that is probably the most fun because then you're going to use that as your pickling solution. Wait a second. You're going to squeeze the cabbage juice out of the cabbage. Mm-hmm. And then put the cabbage back inside its own juice. In the jar. But if you don't squeeze out the liquid, you won't have any liquid in the jar. And when you go to start the pickling, it, all of the cabbage needs to be covered with liquid. Otherwise, you'll get mold. So if you don't squeeze the juice out, you'll have dry cabbage covered in salt that then starts to leak out its water. And how <laughs> and long then- does this take? 
I think sauerkraut takes like four or five days before, and the longer it sits, the better it gets. Well, my my fear is, as you may remember, I almost killed myself with salt. So when you're when you're saying yeah. that I'm going to use salt to do exactly what I did with the carrots, is to suck the water out of them. Um, to do this to cabbage kind of terrifies me because I don't want to die. Uh, experimenting. You can with add food. fresh water to that solution, so you can kind of dilute it. You just needs to make sure that your cabbage is completely covered. I think I think sauerkraut sounds fun. I think I could do sauerkraut. I could probably store it in my ongi that I used to use for kimchi. I don't think I'm making kimchi anymore. Well, what the heck is the difference between the two? German and Korean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the and the Korean version oh. is hot, spicy, and the sauerkraut is not. Right. I tell you what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to follow your recipe. I'm going to use some salt. I'm going to break down the cabbage and suck all the juice out of it. Then I'm going to put it in a bottle, and I'm going to put that juice back in it. But somewhere along the way, I'm going to put a lot of red pepper in there. Okay, and also some fresh water just so you don't die. Fresh water. Oh, Because I, I don't want to die. Yes, because of that. There you go, bud. That sounds like fun. As always, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, you're listening, and you've got some fun, interesting food questions or experiments or experiences, and you would like to share them with us, then uh, just look us up. Go on the show there. Uh, look on the Facebooks for hashtag LunsB, L-U-N-S-B, and that's where we do most of our conversing. But uh, thanks to Anchor, you can now actually send us voice messages on Anchor. And I haven't made a commercial for Anchor, but you can also listen what? to us. You can also listen to us. Here. Hey everybody, it's T-Bone. Did you know you can listen to the Lunds B Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio is two teachers on the app. You can now auto-download to device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to the Lunds B Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio, discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. Now we got Granger on the camera. Clearly, this woman wants to go play with her dogs. So let's <laughs> let's get through this and get it done with. It's now time for Birthday Boost. If you are a fan of the show, if you are a friend or a loved one, and it is your birthday, we highly recommend you do not put that on the internet. But if it shows up on the internet, we're going to assume it's your fake birthday. You put your fake birthday out there so you you know can still have birthday acknowledgments without the, the bad guys having your real uh, date of birth. So... Uh, if you're a friend, family member, listener, whatever, uh, you're a participant and we like you, we give you this thing called a birthday boost, which is where we lie about you and say how amazing you are. We may be telling the truth. We're probably lying. But we're going to wish you happy birthday in a way that you never get on any other podcast ever. And then if you're not good enough for a birthday boost, we're going to regale you with our honorable mentions where we'll say happy birthday and give you your name and, and uh, happy birthday. That's about that. And this is the section we call a birthday boost. As always, Chick Brew, you get to go first. Who is your birthday boost? I'm going to go with first, number one, Steve Harper. Coach Steve uh, was my soccer coach, um, my life coach. He He's one of those few people in your life that will be like, that's a great idea. Or you should definitely not do that. Even when, even when I was young. Like, would never just be like, that's really stupid, has always been very rational and very clear um, and has always taken time for me. And I appreciate him infinitely. The man can 
I have watched him play soccer on broken feet. He, once he's committed to something, he is going to do it. I don't know how he finds the drive, but he could just, if he could rub off on you, that's the guy you want to be standing next to. <laughs> when it comes to a mentor, uh, it's, it's funny, uh, I'm going to follow suit. He doesn't use his name on Facebook, so I'm not going to give you his full name. But I'm going to tell you, uh, Ed it, it was an incredible mentor to me because Ed gave me insight into the officer community that I, as a dumb enlisted man, didn't have. And Ed changed my behavior. He was the commanding officer for a, a unit, but he was cool enough to hang with little old you know, me. And he would hang out with us on the weekends. We would play poker over in the Chiefs Barracks. He lived right up the road. He would come down. He would play poker with us. I developed a, a great friendship with him, and I learned so much from him. And he's kind of my hero. He's kind of the guy that I want to be like. Now, he's, he has since retired and gone off to do great, gone off to do exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to buy him a big piece of property in the middle of Missouri, and he wanted to make that property his own, and he has done it. He's got a, an amazing wife who just celebrated her birthday not too long ago, and we acknowledge her. They're an amazing family. I, I love them. I respect them, and I, I miss the opportunity of talking to them on a frequent basis. So, Ed, it's your birthday, and uh, this was your birthday boost. Who is your second birthday boost? Uh, we're going to go with another entrepreneur type. Uh, this guy, Jeffrey Quick, super cool guy, went to Texas State when I was going there, right out of college, didn't have any money, rented a little storefront, slept on the couch. He opened a skate shop. And when he couldn't figure out how to make the skate shop stand out, he and some of his friends started the Unicycle Football League out there. And this was like back in 2005 or six, somewhere around that time. And it was not happening in other places. So yeah, they would host the Super Bowl, which was the tournament of all of the Unicycle Football Leagues in San Marcos, which at first you would have thought like, oh, there's only gonna be one team, but everyone came up with their own team. And it was always this big party and it was just wild and it was so fun. Uh, my second birthday boost of the week is going to go uh, the one, uh, the only, Miss Jennifer Hodell. Now, Jenny is married to Kenny, and Kenny is a CB. Things are rhyming here. Uh, he was a CB that was actually on The Price is Right. That's right. They had uh, Military Appreciation Week, and uh, they called Kenny and told him to come on down. He got to be on The Price is Right there back in the Bob Barker days. And thanks to YouTube, you get to see that. But it's not Kenny's day. It's Jenny's day. Jennifer, girl, you are killing it. You look young and healthy and vital. You got a beautiful family. You're doing beautiful things. It must be that West Coast air. I don't know what it is, but you uh, you look like you've lost years since you left Spain. And I know Spain was rough on you. And I, I am angry every day at how rough it was on you with certain people that I didn't know at the time were doing the things that they were doing that was upsetting you. But I'm glad you made it through it. And I'm glad you're, you're, you're doing it to it. You're looking great out there. You know, I love you. I love you. I love your husband. You got some great kids. I don't really know them, so I'm not going to say I love them. Jennifer Hodell, it's your birthday. And that was your birthday boost. Woo! Now, who's in your honorable mention? Oh, uh, good old Candace Roberts, no, Bobby. Cook. No, no, you take it back. 
You take that what? back. His birthday got canceled last week. Well, I didn't know. Yeah, you were there. You were there when I you canceled didn't it. Their name. I you did didn't not say, say the their name. name. I will bleep out that name. <laughs> okay, bleep it out. <laughs> I didn't realize that's who it was. <laughs> yes, and no, and the audience won't know who it was either. We took that birthday away. Well, now I lost my where I was. Okay, let's start over. Okay, I'll just right past that one. No, you can say Candace it. Robert. <laughs> I'm still gonna bleep it. <laughs> okay, Candace Robert, Bobby Cook, Kelly Sheritz, and my uncle Buddy. Kelly Sheritz also on my list. Also an amazing how she didn't. Uh, it, it was a it was a tight competition. But uh, for those of you listening now and you're wondering whose name got bleeped out, you have to listen to last week's episode to find out who that person is that did not get a birthday this year because they offended me. My, um, I'm surprised this was not on your list. My honorable mentions, the one and only Brett Cummings is celebrating his birthday. You didn't have Brett on yours? I think I have him for next week. Oh, I have him further down. I have him further down. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Heck, he's having his birthday. Uh, Kylie Gray, Travis Yabara, Heather Conrad, Mike Sisko. One of my favorite Survivor comedy bits of all time. I, I will never forget that bit. And old Delancey Snook. Oh, Snooky. She's having her birthday. Those are those are my honorable mentions for the week. As always, if you I want <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Facebook keeps us close. I think their dog is now to the age where he can't walk anymore. He can't go on walks with mommy anymore, so they're like pulling him around in a wheelbarrow or a. a I, love him. <laughs> I just like him so much. He was such a great guy. He's I great. His wife around. was great. A wonderful family. I love the Cummings family. Yeah, they're good people. They are definitely good people. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap us up for this week. And that's what we do. Again, the Lens B Show is your morning show on your time. That's that's what we are. If there's anything that we were, we just go through a bunch of variety of topics. We do this every week. We encourage your listenership. We enjoy having you as listeners and participants in the show. And, uh, you know, spread the word. Let other people know that we're out there and, and you find us entertaining and, and you, you get something out of it. We try to give you something. <laughs> to get out of it <laughs> and i remind you today as i remind you every day just be the best person that you can be and if you are a great person today be an even better person tomorrow <laughs> and don't forget that you are loved <laughs> Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. And that wraps up the episode this week.